It's R-I-T-Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week, it's a theme that I should have done around August 13th, which is International Left-Handers Day. I'm featuring left-handed musicians. To qualify, it's not a requirement to play left-handed. In fact, many of these guys play right-handed despite being a southpaw. And there's a good mix of hits and deep cuts, so if you need to see the playlist, you can do so on reelinwithryan.com. I've also also listed the lefty in each group. This band has two left-handers, lead singer Sting and drummer Stuart Copeland. From their 1981 effort, Ghost in the Machine, here are the police with One World.
Reeling in the years with King Crimson, man, frame by frame. That was Covington, Kentucky native Adrian Ballou on lead vocals, but the lefty in the group was guitarist Robert Fripp. It's all about my fellow Southpaws this week on RITY. Coming up, Rick Derringer talks about the origin of rock and roll hoochie coo. Left-handed guitarist Al McKay got his big break playing for Ike and Tina Turner. He then became a member of the Watts 103rd Rhythm Street Band, and in 1973, he left and joined Earth, Wind, and Fire. From Gratitude, here's Sing a Song.
segment two.
From 1978, Cheap Trick and Surrender, which features their left-handed drummer, Bunny Carlos. Lefty David Byrne and his group, Talking Heads, gave us their cover of Al Green's Take Me to the River. And Dennis Wilson opened the set with the title track off his 1977 album, Pacific Ocean Blue. You may have forgotten that he did release a solo album following his tenure as drummer for the Beach Boys. If you're just tuning in, this is R.I.T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week, the theme is South Paul's Left-Handed Musicians. Up next, it's lefty Johnny Winter with the original version of Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. Rick Derringer wrote the song, played guitar, and was a vocalist on the original. Here he is talking about the song and why his band, The McCoys, joined Johnny Winter. How it came about was Johnny Winter was in the blues. The McCoys were considered a rock band. And if anything, we were growing toward the whole thing that was called bubblegum music. Not a great place to be. Johnny Winter's people said, if you're going to get an increase in audience, you need to come a little more in the rock direction. My head, I'm going, if I'm going to increase in this business, I got to get out of this bubblegum thing somehow. So it was suggested to Johnny that he consider the possibility of the McCoys joining him as his band. As strange as that concept was to him, he thought about it and said, I think this could work. He heard the band first and said, these guys are pretty good. This could work. So one of my first jobs was coming up with a song for Johnny that somehow straddled that line between blues and rock. So I said, well, rock. It's got to have rock and roll in the title. Okay, well, what's the rest of the title going to be? It has to be something blues for Johnny to be able to say it with some validity and feel comfortable. What do blues guys say? They say, hoochie coo man. They say stuff like that. So, I, oh, there you go. Rock and roll hoochie coo. There's our title. Rock and roll hoochie coo. Well, what's it going to be about then? Well, that's where the inspiration has to come in. Okay, I have to write a song. It's about rock and roll hoochie coo. Couldn't stop moving when it first took hold. Well, that's a good starting place. Um, it was a warm spring night at the old town hall. Well, those don't sound like words that would make him nervous. That's all stuff Johnny could feel comfortable about. But at any rate, it was just an intellectual exercise. Is all it was about. If I was successful, then it would be a song that Johnny would feel comfortable playing. And if he felt comfortable playing it, and we were a successful band, then we had achieved two major goals that this thing was about. Johnny would be a successful in, in the world of rock all of a sudden, and I would have attained the validity that the McCoys were quickly losing. <laughs> and in the end, what happened? We won. We won. Hail, hail, rock and roll.
That was South Paul Robert Plant and the rest of Led Zeppelin with The Ocean. The title is a metaphor for the sea of heads that would face the band during their concerts. The theme this week is left-handed musicians. Here's Bowie with Somebody Up There Likes Me. Love and face 
segment three.
From 1962, that was left-handed guitarist Dick Dale with Miserloo. The origins of that song date back to the Ottoman Empire. The earliest known recording of the tune is a 1927 Greek composition, which was heavily influenced by Middle Eastern music. The song's title comes from the Arabic word Misr, which means Egypt. Also in the set, lefty Joey Ramone and his band, The Ramones, with Sheena is a Punk Rocker. And The Cars opened with Shake It Up, which features a great solo from their left-handed guitarist, Elliot Easton. If you didn't pick up on it, I'm featuring musicians who are Southpaws. You can see the playlist on reelinwithryan.com. Here's Phil Collins with Take Me Home.
Segment 4 
Black Sabbath with Wicked World. That was lefty Tony Iommi on guitar. And Deep Purple began the set with The Mule, and that's from their 1971 release, Fireball. The title is a reference to a character in the Foundation series by Isaac Asimov. Their drummer, Ian Pace, is left-handed. Thanks for listening to R.I.T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week on the show, I'm featuring left-handed musicians. And if you need to see the playlist, you can do so on reelinwithryan.com. I've also listed the lefty in each group. Steven Tyler of Aerosmith wrote this about missing his daughter's childhood because he was touring so much with the band. Founding member and lead guitarist Joe Perry is left-handed. Here's Jaded.
made you. Segment five. Hey, hey. 
Derek and the Dominoes with a song that includes three guitar solos from lefty Dwayne Allman. It was Why Does Love Got to Be So Sad? Jimi Hendrix gave us all along the watchtower. Technically, he was ambidextrous, but he would flip his right-handed guitar upside down so he could play left-handed. And we opened this segment with The Beatles and Rain. Both Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr are lefties, and I've got one of Sir Paul's best guitar solos coming up. It's all right, T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week on the show, it's all about my fellow left-handers. Well, these guys are musicians. I'm not. Coming up, it's This Week in Rock and Roll. This song was recorded live on November 21st, 1964 at the Regal Theater in Chicago. Here's B.B. King with Sweet Little Angel. Take 
hope you remember that one. Thank you. R-I-T-Y Bells are chiming for victory There's a page back in history 45 They came back to the world that they fought for Didn't turn out just like they thought 45 It's all the same To do the measure What do you lose? What do you get? What do you win? Nine years later A child is born There's a record So you put it on Forty-five Nine years more of a lucky now Nine-year-old puts his money down Every scratch, every click, every heartbeat, every breath that I held for you, 45. There's a stack of you lack in mind, oh, which is yours now and which is mine, 45. Here is your song to sing. was Elvis Costello taking us back to 2002 with 45. He wrote that on his 45th birthday back on August 25th, 1999. This is R.I.T.Y. and it's time for This Week in Rock and Roll. Former Genesis guitarist Steve Hackett is giving fans some new music next year. On February 16th, he's releasing a new studio album, The Circus and the Night Whale. 
Blondie co-founder and guitarist Chris Stein is ready to share his story. His memoir, Under a Rock, comes out June 11th. Finally, The Doors guitarist Robbie Krieger has announced he's releasing an album with his new band, The Soul Savages, on January 19th. The band has released the lead single, A Day in L.A. The album is 10 tracks and is titled Robbie Krieger and the Soul Savages. That's this week in rock and roll. Back to the music. Oasis is fronted by lefty Noel Gallagher. Here he is talking about the origin of the song, Wonderwall. And that, that song started off, it was called uh, a, a Fan One Night uh, after a gig gave me earnestly put this thing into my hand and she closed it and she said that's your wishing stone and I was like oh right she said you should write a song about that and I was like okay can you let go of my hand <laughs> and uh, I wrote this song and the title was Wonderwall for a long time was called Wishing Stone and I thought it's a bit fucking I don't know about that and then I seen the Wonderwall poster and went hang on hang on a minute Hang on, if I did well, you're my, you're my wonder wall. And of course, for the next 10 years, I was like, what's a wonder wall? It's like, <laughs> <"Good> <laughs> idea. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out You've heard it all before But you never really had a doubt I don't believe that anybody Feels the way I do About you now And all the roads we have to walk Are winding And all the lights that lead us there Are blinding There are many things that I
Let's continue with Paul Simon. Segment six.
That was Dire Straits with Lady Writer. Lead singer and left-hander Mark Knopfler wrote that after seeing author and historian Marina Warner on TV discussing her 1976 controversial book, Alone of All Her Sex, The Myth and the Cult of the Virgin Mary. And we opened with the best left-handed musician of all time, that's my opinion, Paul McCartney, and the song Too Many People, While researching for the show, many outlets consider that to feature one of his best guitar solos. It's nearly the end of RITY. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen, and if you missed any of this week's show or if you want to listen to a previous show, check out the podcast. It's available on Apple and Google Podcasts. Tune in, iHeart, Odyssey, and reelinwithryan.com. This final song is by a group that was fronted by left-hander Kurt Cobain. He wrote this song about a man who turned to religion as a last resort to keep himself alive after the death of his girlfriend to keep him from suicide. From the album Nevermind, here's Nirvana with Lithium.
Candles in our days, cause I found God. <laughs> 